Hello and welcome to episode 3 of the Lead Her podcast. Firstly, before we start today, I just want to thank every single one of you who have messaged and reached out to say that you've listened. Your message means more than you can realise. <laughs> it means so much to me. So thank you so much if you have messaged or even if you've listened or if you've followed, if you've gave stars. I am giving you the biggest hug ever right now. I think like the online world, we realize, we don't realise that it is quite lonely sometimes and you can sometimes feel like you're speaking to yourself. So thank you everyone who has messaged. Second, I hope you have done your challenge from last week. I'm excited to hear how you get on with it because I know it helped me hugely last year. But I also want you to know as well, if it hasn't given you the experience that you wanted it to and you're maybe not feeling as good about it, shoot me a message. Like, let's have a little chat about it as well. And lastly, <laughs> I love that some of you have mes messaged and provided with some ideas for the podcast as well and where I could kind of go with this. Like, I am so excited that you guys are excited. So thank you for that advice and that feedback too. And hopefully within time, we'll start to tick all these boxes of the information you guys need. So today kind of ties in nicely a little bit to last week. Um, today we're going to really kind of focus on three ways we can start to build our boardroom, build our cheer group, um, because we don't realise like the people around us are going to help us towards our goal. They're, go they're going to have to be the people that are going to support you and be like-minded. And you've probably heard this before as well, is like you're a product of the five people you hang around the most. So if you sit down right now and think, right, who do I see on a weekly basis every week? Is that people that lift me up and make me feel bloody good? Or is it people that when I go, you're, you're not really in the mood to go and see them, it's an effort to go and see them. You come away feeling like all you did was gossip. All you did was feel that someone just speaks at you and you don't get an opportunity to chat yourself. These aren't really the best people to have in our boardroom. They're still great friends, which is fantastic, and we can still spend time with them. But if we really want to kind of get to the next level, feel our absolute best, achieve goals that we didn't realise possible, we need to hang around with the people that are doing that. <laughs> so this is something that I really struggled with last year as well. So that's why I thought this is a fantastic opportunity to share three ways that I have improved my boardroom and three ways I have improved my cheer squad, my cheer group and made sure that I've got people around me that make me feel bloody good um, because it's going to affect everything, your your hunger levels, it's going to affect your energy, it's going to affect your mood, it's going to affect your activity levels by looking at the people around you. Are they really kind of lifting you up and moving you forward or are you holding you back? And this is a thing as well with just sometimes getting older is like sometimes your friends move away and you don't see them as much or sometimes they maybe have a family and there's less in common until you have a family and you might grow apart but you'll always kind of come back together if that relationship means a lot to you both and sometimes you don't realise like everybody's got stuff going on and you don't realise that sometimes and some people just need the distance, they just need the space but letting them know that you're there um, if they are going to be a bit distant, just saying that you are there if they want to chat about it and knowing that that relationship will come back together again. So it's okay to drift apart and it's okay to come back together, but for you to sometimes be a little bit selfish and really look at like, right, who are you going to for advice? Who are you going to to ask that question last week? Because you probably had some people last week where you're like, I'm not going to ask them that question because I don't feel like they're going to get it. I don't feel like they're going to take it seriously, I don't feel like they're going to benefit me. You'll know who you went to last week to get the information that you wanted to hear and the information that you needed to hear 
and the people that you were avoiding a little bit asking from a negative standpoint. You know the people that you maybe asked last week how you connect with them. They're maybe higher up in your boardroom than you realise and they're maybe the cheer squad that you want to be in and around. So yeah, have a think. Who are the people you're seeing all the time and how they really make you feel on a daily, weekly basis? Because sometimes if it is just colleagues at work, there can be a lot of toxicity. Can't say that. There, there can be a lot of negativity there. There can always be the news chat. And yes, it's good to stay up and clued up with everything that's going on in the world, but sometimes it can just really start to affect every aspect of our life, start to affect our mood, our energy, our activity levels. And that's not what we want to do when we want to become the women that we want to be and we want to have all this energy and we want to be striving for more and striving for goals. And sometimes the people as well who are family and friends, they're still important to you. Sometimes they just don't get it. Sometimes you've got help from them that you really needed and you've started to outgrow them a little and that's okay. That's okay and it's hard when you are at that stage, even if it's your partner and you're just like, they just don't get it. The thing is, is like they still love you and you still love them and they just want the best for you. That's all. So even though you might be saying to them like, oh, I just feel out of shape. I just don't feel great. I just want to be feeling awesome right now. And they're like, no, you're fine just the way you are. Like, don't be silly. Or if you're like, oh, I just feel like I want to do something different with my career. They might be like, oh, well, you studied all those years. Like, do you really want to do that? Like, I'm really kind of talking you out of doing different things because they want you to be happy. They want you to be safe. They want you to be comfortable. So we need to know they're all there for the right reasons and they are giving you that information because they care but also knowing those kind of comments can be something that put more fear in you and they hold you back and that's again why we're getting this feeling inside us. It's like, oh, I feel like I could do more. <laughs> I feel like I can do better and I want to do better because it's important to me. So three ways we can start to um, build the right people in our community. And again, like I said, like this is something I did last year because I think with COVID and I think with age, friends have moved away and I've also just became a wee bit more introverted. And for me, being introverted is a very comfortable place, but it's not a happy place. I don't feel more happy by chilling on the sofa and watching TV and hanging out with Lola. I am noticing now by getting out and meeting new people and having different conversations and being a bit busier, I am so much happier. I feel like I've got more knowledge. I feel like I've got more confidence. I feel excited. I feel energized from catching up with people and seeing people that are very like-minded with me. So it's really helped me kind of know that I needed that. So this is why I thought it was important to share it with you guys as well. So three ways I did that was Instagram. You probably are on Instagram all the time and yeah, it's great. You see lots of positive things on there, but nothing beats human interaction. But Instagram can be a place to start and to really recognise like who are the people that you get such a good vibe from. We're not talking about celebrities, we're talking about real people that you know, that you have a connection with in terms to maybe it's a friend of a friend or it's your partner's friend's partner or it's um, someone's sister or it's someone that you've maybe met at a wedding. And you've met them that one time and you thought, oh man, like, they are just so lovely. Like, um, we've got Shar coming on the podcast soon. As soon as I met her, I was like, this girl is so lovely. I was like, right, this is someone that I want to maybe keep in contact with. But it's so easy, like, when you do meet someone that you just then fall apart. Or, 
like again, if you've got a family, you don't have the time to maybe go out and meet all these different people all the time. So Instagram can be a really good place to start. And it also gives us a wee bit of a barrier to be a wee bit more confident and to just send someone a message. Even if you don't know them, but you just got a sense of who they are, you could just message them and be like, hey, I really love like um, your posts. I just wanted to send you a message that I really relate to them. I'd love if you're ever free, we could have a Zoom call or we could maybe go for a wee dog walk if you stay nearby or we could go for a coffee or we could go to parent and toddler classes together. Like, just sending that message can be so powerful because you're getting a good vibe, like they're doing something that you want to do or they're doing something similar to your interests that meeting up with them, there's only going to be that connection anyway. So it just gives you that opportunity to just send that message and they might not get back to you, <laughs> which is fine, it happens, it's not rejection. Like I said earlier, they might just have other stuff going on and they don't have the time right now, but they'll come back to it. Um, or you might notice that they do reply um, or do you know what you might just send rather if you're not feeling ready to meet and that feels a wee bit too scary for you now you could just start the conversation by saying that on message just like hey just want you to know I love your stuff like what are you up to this weekend like me and so and so are doing this like and just creating conversation because it is a world now of online and that's great but it can be a very lonely world. Like I said, for even me right now, I don't hear from a lot of people every day and um, actual conversation is so much more important than we realise. So you might make someone's day by messaging them and they'll be like, oh, like that post really benefited that person. Like that makes them feel really good that they've helped you or they've inspired you. Um, so the conversation can only create something positive from it either way. And then it might grow to then jumping on a call. It might then grow to meeting up in person, which would be really cool. Or your fret, your kids might end up meeting up at birthday parties and stuff. You don't know where it can go. But the biggest thing to realise is that no one's going to come to you. And that's something for me I need to realise as well with Lead Her. Some people won't reach out and want to join. Some people are too scared to reach out and join. But if I was to message them, then they can find me. They, they know this exists. Some people don't know that you want them in their life right now. Sometimes you need to be the person that takes the action. And I remember hearing this with like Davina McCall when she was saying that um, every job opportunity, she needs to go for them and say she wants it rather than waiting people for people to think about her. Because if you wait for people to think about you, it might not happen. And you need to make opportunities, you not, not wait for them. So by reaching out and messaging someone that could be really powerful for you to start meeting the right kind of people that make you feel good, like I said about Shar. So with that, the second thing I would recommend doing is also really in line with what we're looking to do in Lead Heart is finding your passions again, finding your hobbies, finding things that excite you. So this ties in really nicely with this because if you've got this little dream that you want to get back dancing again, or if you've got this little dream that you want to get fitter and healthier, or if you've got this dream that you want to try out playing an instrument or joining a band or knitting or doing art. There'll be something in you that's like that little child that wants to do a hobby or maybe play a sport. Like I've got some members who play um, rugby, who play netball and you're going to meet people by doing these things. And again, it is scary going into a room full of people that you think are going to be better than you. And I say think because 
there'll be people feeling exactly like you do and you can go into a room with these people who are interested in that subject and be able to have a conversation. You've already got something in common. I know some um, of my friends who have children have went to toddler groups and made friends from it. And then they go out for coffees together, they go out for walks together, which is so good. Whereas we're so, it's so easy, again, to just stay in that comfort zone. So option two is go out to a class. And the thing is with like going out to these classes as well, like I, when I've done this myself, like if I've done bouldering or when I do art or I do knitting, I can't think about anything else. And sometimes for you to really find yourself again, you need that headspace when you're doing something that... All you can do is focus on that thing. You can't think about anything else. Learning to play the guitar, you can only think note by note by note. Or the ukulele, if anyone reads my posts, I bought a ukulele, it's actually sat in the corner there right now. But you're learning note by note that you can't think about work stress, you can't think about family stress, you can't think about all the things that are in your head that you have to do. You're just being present and in the moment and you're slowing your heart rate down and you're doing something you love, something creative, which is then going to help you find yourself. So that's option two. So that's actually getting two benefits from that. Last option, which could be something that saves you so much time and also gives you even more as well, is joining a community like Lead Heart. And it might not need to be Lead Heart. I totally understand you might have different interests, but it could be like joining a Facebook page, which is for lawyers or joining a Facebook page, which is for women with endometriosis. It's joining a community of people with similar interests. Like, so for us with Lead Heart, we're looking to help women become the best versions of themselves. So automatically going into a group like that, your standards are going to be risen. You're going to be seeing people that are going through the same problems, which makes you feel so good about yourself when you know people relate and they understand the challenge and they understand where you want to be and they understand the growth. But you've also got the people who have been there and done it and they're excited for you. They're excited that by you joining this community, you're only going to get better. And that's something as well that is also a safe space, especially within Lead Her. Personally, I know that's a bit of a plug, but I know for us, like we have an awesome community of like-minded, funny, badass women that are just so lovely to be around and to be able to have a conversation about things and knowing that no one's there to judge you or bring you down. They just want to help you out. And then you've also got the support from me and also the push and the drive and the accountability to achieve a goal. So just by joining a community like that, it means you don't need to do all the research and go to all the classes <laughs> to try and find your people because you're automatically going to be coming into the right people straight away and that job is done for you and it's so much easier. And the lovely thing that I love about Lead Hard as well is like our members meet up with each other for walks. They um, maybe go to fitness class together. And then for me personally as well, like I like to put on, I'm trying to put on an event every year this year because for one, like I said, this is something that I need too. So a selfish way, I'm getting to meet up with my kind of people that I absolutely love and who make me laugh and who, who inspire me and make me feel good because I know I'm helping them too, is I get to hang around with them. <laughs> but they also love it too because they get to see each other. They all chat online, which is great. But like I said, that human interaction is amazing. And I know some of our members live all around the country and Europe, but to be able to bring some of our members together is so special. And we get to do something that we maybe have never done before. Like we took them bolder in a couple of years ago and they were so nervous to come along and meet 
other people they were scared to do it but as soon as they did it they were like I'm so happy I went that was like something that I really needed I learned a new skill I built more confidence and like we said before by getting out that comfort zone you're learning more about yourself and you are when you learn more about yourself and you get out that comfort zone you then build confidence to know that you can do hard things so I love that we get to do these events and bring everybody together and try new things out together one year um well last year we also did hot yoga which I'd never done before but being able to do it with the girls um it was really fun and I actually found it was something that I really enjoyed and I really had interest in but I maybe wouldn't have done that myself so being able to join a community you can meet the right people so much easier as well so that could be something to look into whether it's a Facebook community whether it is lead her or something similar there will be a group that you could enjoy you could join online as well okay so let me know if there's any takeaways from today's podcast as always I love to hear from you guys and if you're not quite sure if you can find your right people and where to find them shoot me a little message because there might be something else that we could explore as well but I just had the time today to cover these three go out try them message that person that comes to the first of your mind on Instagram as soon as you listen to this podcast turn it off go message that person and say hi because you don't know where that relationship will build and grow and develop okay I hope you all have an amazing week thank you so much for listening and I'll speak to you all very soon